0: Good evening, everybody. We are back at the Coming Out Forums. This is Dr. Lisa Cook, your host, and I'm excited today to have a conversation around this topic called Women Put Your Bags Down. And so you may be wondering what that really means. And so I have a wonderful guest that I'll be sharing with tonight that will give us a view of what her journey is and the process of putting her bags down. But I wanna give you a picture. I wanna paint the picture so you understand where we're going in this conversation tonight. And so if you are, a Ayana Van Zant fan, and if you're not, um, she, in her show, Fix Your Life, always presented this this example or this exercise to her participants where they would have a big, large black garbage bag, like that hefty bag they would have, and and in front of them she would have these different bricks, and the bricks might have labels on them like shame or guilt or self-loathing or mistrust or denial or deceit or Uh, anger or all these different emotions or broken relationships and all these different things, all these emotional pieces that people carry. And she would tell the participants to put those bricks inside the bag and then she'd tell them to pick it up. And so here you are, you'll see them kind of struggling to pick up these big old bags with all these heavy bricks, I'm sure weighing a ton. And then she'd say, walk around the whole day with these bricks on your back in this bag. And that's the picture that I want you to see right now in this conversation as we get ready to talk to our guests about this idea of women put those bags down. And so we want to look at, explore what that really means. And so tonight I have a special guest. Her name is Santasha Padfield. She is a wife and a mother of one son she resides in tennessee knoxville tennessee and she comes to us tonight um with a background in social psychology she has a bachelor's degree and she's worked about 18 years previously in law enforcement so she has a story to tell and she has some truth to let us know and also some some nuggets and things that we can take from her conversation her story to help us really walk into this idea of putting down those bags. So welcome tonight, Santasha. So glad to have you here.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Cook. I am happy to be here. Everybody, we are here this
0: evening talking with Santasha. And uh, again, our topic for today is women put those bags down. And so, Santasha, I really wanna hear from you. What does that topic, what does that mean to you?
1: Uh, basically, what women put those bags down means for me. The bags represent the emotional baggage that we carry around. Um, I believe Erica Badu had a song called Bag Lady. She said, you know, one one part of the song is Bag Lady. You gonna hurt your bag, dragging all back, dragging all them bags like that. And she was speaking in terms of the physical sense, but You know, the bags for me represent and she was she was speaking in the physical sense about the emotional um, baggage that we carry. But those emotions from past hurts, memories that have been stuffed down for years and years um, that you don't let people touch. And they've been stuffed down by food and for some people, addiction and other vices. Um, And for me personally, I had a personal trainer. And I had gotten to the point where I would lost about 50 pounds in my weight loss journey and my progress had kind of stalled. And I was picking food back up. And um, he told me, he said, you know what you need to do? You need to go in that house, pass all those beautiful decorations and go back to that room where you don't allow anybody to go. And you need to go through each of those bags and start unpacking those bags. And initially when he said that to me, I didn't know what that meant, uh-huh. um, but I definitely know uh, what it means means for me. And like I said before, it just it, it represents past childhood traumas, physical abuse, you know, molestation for me that occurred outside of the home, shame, guilt, unworthiness. Um, uh-huh. it, it manifested in a suicide attempt, and I've even kept uh-huh. that stuff because of shame around that um and just you know body issues all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. are in those bags so Mm -hmm. that's what that's what it means for me
0: yeah thank you for um sharing with us um what that word emotional baggage means to you and thank you also for just opening this a small door of saying you know hey I've been through some significant pain and suffering and it takes so much courage to share that it takes courage to tell people that yeah I've had molestation yes I had a suicide attempt yes I've carried um this emotional baggage and the way I uh, work with food and engage with food and in and, and my body. And so thank you, first of all, for being willing to say that in this space. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for you to do that. And I want to just help people even expound on that definition you said, it's like the baggage of things that we carry, the emotions we carry, and it looks different, right? Through Maybe it's um, alcoholism, maybe it's drug use, maybe it's um, re-victimizing ourselves, but it, it looks yeah. different. But um, this idea of emotional baggage, so for our listeners just to understand, it's a combination of all those things, right? It could be one right. thing or many things, and, and then it's all those messages and and things that we have put in our minds and I often call it, it is like the default programming that we live from and but yet what happens is is that we just don't learn how to cope appropriately and we use these these bags we carry them around right and uh and we're not we haven't learned the adequate way to cope so your trainer said Natasha, move beyond, go beyond all those beautiful things that people see on the outside. And I want you to get some stuff into the inside and put those bags down. And so you identified that. And I'm curious when you talked about that experience of just going to um, understand where you are today, where he said to you, put those bags down. Like, what did that look like when you actually started that process?
1: Well, when I started the process, I was, I was kind of annoyed with him for saying that because Uh sometimes to me, he talks, and he speaks in riddles Uh and I was like, okay, what bags? Like I kind of had an attitude about it initially. And then when he reiterated it, um, I have a friend who had said to me, you know, she had said at one point, God is ready for you to start this healing journey and i'm standing at the door with the bags and i'm waiting for you to go in the door and then Mm -hmm. when my trainer mentioned it again he said you're at the door but you're facing the wrong way you Mm -hmm. need to turn around and go in that door so i knew that was confirmation like Mm -hmm. okay i need to figure out what this means and for me it was just surrendering um the enemy like would use the bags as a, a real stronghold uh, for me because just imagine like you know somebody being kicked in the behind like a at a kid being kicked in the behind and then you know a teenager being kicked in the behind then you're in your twenties and thirties and forties and you're being kicked in your behind kicked into this corner and finally you fall into the corner and you just get into a crouching position. Well, I would crouch in the corner and bags would just be falling on my head. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, of course this is in the spirit, but bags would just be falling on my head and those bags were the shame. They Mm -hmm. were the unworthiness. They were Mm -hmm. the guilt. And, you know, this would happen every time I did something. So there was a pattern of behavior that I wasn't proud of Mm -hmm. that would make me feel shame and it would happen all over again. Mm -hmm. So it almost just imagined... That one behavior, that one pattern of behavior that I would continue to do, in my case, sometimes it would be choosing the, the wrong guy uh-huh. or choosing the wrong friend. And uh-huh. and and so I had an issue with abandonment, you know, because I dealt with death very early. So it was like certain patterns of behavior would make me feel abandoned or make me feel like I was unloved. Mm. And then that shame would come and that mm. unworthiness. And it would just bring me to such a place. It would be like the enemy would just have his thumb mm. on me. Mm. You know, like where I would be spiritually unable really to see my way out.
0: Mm. You know what? You said a couple of things I think that is is important for us to hear. And um, one is emotional baggage. Studies have shown that they immobilize us and so while you just mentioned like I I couldn't move beyond this space because of that you talk from a spiritual lens but just in the things of emotionally mentally psychologically let's say spiritually and physically right and so and looking at how do I go forward, emotional baggage keeps us stuck in this space where we don't, yes. even our ambitions, we can't pursue our ambitions, our dreams. We can't, we wanna change our healthy eating habits to, you know, we wanna do all these things, but we were stuck in this space. Yes. But, then, but then you said something I think that many people don't think about, which I call this victim mentality. And it's, mm. it's, it's almost like we will recreate, we become a victim, it's not our fault. We didn't, you know, I, I, I write in my book about um, saying that, you know, we don't walk around, you know, say, OK, yep, today put the victim stamp on my forehead. Yes, I want to be a victim. Yes, I want to be hurt. You know, yes, I want something to happen to me. You know what I'm saying? We don't walk around. Yes, I want to have you know, unhealthy relationships. Yes, I want to have it. No, we don't really do that. However, when things happen to us, we become a victim and then we yeah. also become a victim that recreates victimization in our lives and so what you I heard you say you know after I repeat these patterns of my victimness I, I would then feel this shame and guilt and all this this us uh, stuff on me these this bags on top of me just pressing me down because almost I believe Santasha that we become comfortable in a space mm-hmm. that is ugly and you doesn't feel good but we don't want it but we don't know how to get out of it exactly. <laughs> we're stuck we're stuck in it and it's like we you know we we're like dying to be free but yet we don't know how to step like she, she told you you were standing at the no he told you you're standing at the door but you're facing the wrong direction she said I'm standing at the door ready to walk with you through the door right so okay. you know and so here you are having these experiences and because of that victim mentality and that comfortability and being in that pattern of emotional baggage you couldn't see the
1: door right <laughs> you couldn't, see, I couldn't see it No, and I didn't even want to go in like when they were even when when my sister friend was telling me and they don't know each other by the way the mm-hmm. trainer and the sister friend don't know each other so when they were both scared, I was really scared too. Like what is this? What mm-hmm. how come they can see it and I can't, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was it was a lot of, of of fear with that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We become so used to the negatives. And the goal mm-hmm. here is, as we grow, is become used to the positives, you know what I'm saying? To, right. to affirming yes. the, the healthiness, you know, that's the goal. But because we've been trained and wired, and again, I say my de- our default programming, that thing we just kicked to, it's almost like when they do, you're at the doctor's office and they do that reflex exercises. Yes. That's what our, <laughs> that's our mind. Our mind is <laughs> yes. reflective back to, okay, it, oh yeah, you said I'm a victim. Yep, that's where I'm going, right? Um, right? You said I got emotional baggage. Yeah, that's where I'm going. So you're, you describe this picture of spiritually where you went to every time something happened a choice you made because of your your past experiences with this baggage that was just plummeting on top of you and on top of you so you showed us that you told us that and i want to know as you were there in these experiences and that you finally walked through the door talk to us about when you finally accepted that challenge to you wanted to even though you have fear you decided i'm going to walk through this door talk to us about that experience
1: So my sister friend, um, Dee, when she told me, you know, she was one of the ones encouraging me about getting in the store. Once I got in the door and I'm thinking, okay, in the door in my mind is I really have to face, you know, my triggers Mm -hmm. one by one. I realized that that's what was in the bag. And once I realized that I got inside and inside being my mind. Okay. And so... I felt like I was alone. And then Dee sent me a text, a voice text, and she said, and the truth is, you know, I'm here with you, I'm rooting you on, you know, Coach Greta's rooting you on, but the truth is, you're by yourself and you have to go through those bags. Or you have to go, no, she didn't use the term, but she said, you're by yourself and you have to go through this this healing journey. And I mm-hmm. i felt immediately a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt scared. I felt mm-hmm. a little betrayal because I'm like, she's been talking about, she's waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, what is going on? So, mm-hmm. um, but once I started going through the bags, and I hope I'm clear as I say, going through the bags, but once I started identifying the triggers Uh uh um, where some of my anger came from. And I worked through anger, but I'm like, okay, why was I so angry? I know my mom died when I was 14, you know? um, I know that I've had some other losses, but why was I so angry? And I started like kind of, these memories started coming back up and they, some of them were painful. Some of them were some, some beatings (laughs) that I got, you know, Uh as a child, uh you know, my mom, as she, you know, worked through her, her issues, you know, or, or didn't, I don't know, you know, she didn't, her parenting wasn't always what, you know, we know to do today, you know, Uh she used uh what was in her arsenal. So Uh some memories from some very um, painful moments in childhood Uh started coming back up and um some painful emotional memories you know some some things that were said to me as a child and were said to me over and over that caused me to to doubt myself Uh you know and to question my my self-worth those were some painful memories to have so i dealt with some some pretty heavy Uh emotions initially and some sometimes it lasted i'll tell you um, I'm grateful for my coach that was right here alongside with me as far as being able to pick up a phone um, or talk about it in, in my sessions. And, you know, I do have a therapist, too, but this time I've been relying on my coaching a lot more because um, I really want to uproot this. Mm. I really, really want to uproot it. And so mm. it hasn't been a walk in the park, I'll be honest. Uh-huh. it hasn't been a walk in the park but what going through and unpacking these emotions has done for me is it's allowed me to see that not all the emotions were bad
0: uh-huh. you know not
1: all the memories or I'm sorry not all the memories were bad um that I can unpack some of these good memories
0: uh-huh.
1: um, take the lessons from the bad memories and Kick the rest to the curb, mm-hmm. you know, with the garbage, <laughs> and you know how they have the shrink, the shrink wrap mm-hmm. situate You know, the, to save mm. space in the closet, mm-hmm. some memories are in there. Yeah, some some of the lessons, even the painful lessons, are are in there.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: but there's more space. There's yeah. so much more space now, yeah. you know, and I'm not even halfway through the bag, uh,
0: yeah. Dr. Yeah. Cook. <laughs> yeah, that's good, Santasha. So listen, as you're talking about that and just talking about your process through maybe think several things, but I just want to highlight what you just said. You know, um, you you mentioned that I had to finally walk through that door, even though I was scared. I had to finally face my triggers, which means I had to deal with me. (laughs) I had to look at me. You know, I couldn't look around anymore. Couldn't use all these other things that I was using, my vices, whatever those look like for you. I had to face my triggers. And then you mentioned that I had to go inside my mind. This is so key here. Um, I call this retrospective um, reflective analysis. You have to take time to go inside your mind and think through, right? And look backwards and understand what if what am I thinking? How am I seeing life? You know, you yeah. took the time to take time to think about what you were seeing and thinking. And I think it was also important, as you said, I identified my triggers and then I saw what was true. Um, mm-hmm. The thing that happens in our lives is that because of what we've been through. Um, you and I, other people, that we create those movies. And sometimes those movies are built off of fantasies or fallacies, right? Because we've had to manage our lives through this. That was our coping mechanism. And so when you took the time to look back at you and examine your mind and examine what was happening, you could see, oh, this is true and this is not true. You know, you said I saw memories that were good and I saw memories that, so you know, I need to learn something from this. What can I gain from this? And you took, all of that. And then you mentioned, and I don't want to lose this because you said I had to reconnect with my emotions. And sometimes that was hard. It wasn't easy. And you have right. to do that because you, because what happens is you don't even deal with your emotions because you, right. <laughs> and that's the whole point of this emotional back because we because you're trying to hold back from those emotions, but you had to come to them and come to them yes. in a place where you could handle managing them for you. You got a coach, so your therapy, but you're using your coach right now as your, as your resource and, and to help you through. And so that's a a beautiful outline for those of us who are listening to how do i do this where do i start where do i go which santasha is opening up that picture for you if you're listening today how to walk through um this this area of your life to really start tackling your emotional baggage and so Thank you for that. And then I want to say this last piece that I thought was just beautiful. Not at all, is hasn't been beautiful, Santasha, but you said <laughs> that shrink that, that, you know, everybody knows that those uh, shrink uh, bags we use to put our clothes in the mixed space <laughs> in our closets. But then you said, I got so much space there, but yet I'm not even done. I'm not even done right, like dealing with my, right. so like imagine how much space it means for freedom, for laughter. Yes. For love, yes. you know what I'm saying. For yes. happiness, for joy. I mean, you're opening up the door for all that beautiful stuff, Santasha. yeah, that's yes.
1: amazing. Oh, I'm excited about that. It is. I really, you know, I the I'd say that what what most people don't know about me is that I've struggled with fear. Mm. I've said I've always said I have an F-word problem, and mm. I, I I can't say I always said. I'd say I realized it over the past three years. And my F word problem is, I've struggled with fear. Mm. I've struggled with fatalistic uh, thinking, Mm. like waiting for the other shoe to drop, what's Mm -hmm. gonna happen? Things can't possibly be born this good, you know? And I've had a faith problem or lack Mm. of faith. Mm. Um, For most of my life, I felt unloved and emotionally abandoned for a great Mm. portion of my life. Mm. And so, there, I'm realizing now there's so much undiscovered joy mm. in my life. There's mm. so much that I haven't been seeing because I've been looking and living in the pain of my past. Yeah. Trying to figure out like, well, what was wrong with me? Why did this happen? Why, you know, why did this person just not care? Mm. And and I'm realizing now, and I hope that listeners, as they unpack their bags, as they go through their healing, the healing portion of their journey or wherever they are in their self-discovery, I hope they realize that the problem really wasn't with them. You know, when you're a child mm-hmm. and these things are happening to you and being mm-hmm. said to you, the problem is not you. It's exactly. it's not your problem. You know, but we blame ourselves and we mm-hmm. take it on and it, it just manifests itself in so many um, just untruth so many flat out lies I'll Mm -hmm. say lies that Mm -hmm. we have accepted about ourselves yes yes. Um, and you know for for a long time I mean I gave up 90 pounds Mm -hmm. 90 pounds of, of weight that should have been gone And so I couldn't hide behind the food anymore. You know, like Mm -hmm. the food really does stuff down the emotions. I Mm -hmm. mean, news, newsflash for any of us who didn't believe that that was true ever. Mm -hmm. That really is true for some of us, the Mm -hmm. food stuffs down. So now that I'm on a healthier path and I'm not relying on food, you know, I didn't have that to stuff. I couldn't hide Mm -hmm. from the issues anymore. Yeah. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Fear, yeah. fatalistic thinking, and a lack of faith. The fear, yeah. the, F, the F problem. Yeah, <laughs> and, the F word problem. Yeah, F word <laughs> problem. And, and how, yes, yes. And, and definitely how that was holding, on, hold, that was wrapped up in your emotional baggage. Thank you for that truth that we needed to know about you because I'm sure all of us have these truths that people don't know. And that was wrapped up into you moving forward in your life but I think the thing that is so so true about this and this piece of discovery an awareness of space that we have to go to is we cannot lie to ourselves and as you talked about we have to see the truth in ourselves and what you said is I saw the truth is I saw that I had fear I saw that Mm -hmm. I had a fatalistic thinking I saw that I had a lack of faith and Mm -hmm. I was missing out on so much because I did and so I I say that to say because there's a process of healing is a process of this journey of prevailing through our emotional baggage and using different things you know my my vice was anger i mean i'm telling you mm-hmm. natasha if if mm-hmm. uh, i could get you good with and i didn't have to raise my voice it was beautiful you know i thought it was just, <laughs> oh this is awesome you know and i couldn't i could not deal with my emotions only anger that's the only mo- emotion i knew so yeah. behind that was you know, that was fear and sadness and low self esteem and hurt. Yes, everything, yeah. but all, but the, the way but what it was gonna show up though was, was anger. And that was how I chose for my emotional bags. You said food. And so mm-hmm. when you go back and reconnect with those emotions and those truths and see yourself and tell yourself the truth, <laughs> you recognize, right. oh, I have some other stuff there that I was afraid to be vulnerable enough yes. to tell somebody. I was scared. I needed yes. someone to help me. You know, all these things that you're afraid to do because. We're not willing to walk through the door you know and have the courage it takes to step into it versus the 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 avoidant activity to take the step away from it that's comfortability courage takes right. us into a level that we're uncomfortable in and that's what we have to do in this process and so i have this thing called the four a principles like awareness acceptance acknowledgement and action and you really have been outlining that again seeing the truth telling yourself the truth acknowledging what is real and true the empirical evidence and then choosing to do something different and you are doing that in this process and so I appreciate what you're sharing with us today I want to just ask you if there anything else around this 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 journey for you that you think is going to be important for us to understand and know
1: I'd say uh so the truth is for me that they lied. And they mm-hmm. being the adults and oh. anybody else in your life who use their words, their hands, or anything else to hurt you. Um, they lied and, and oftentimes it's our our mother, it's our father, mm-hmm. our siblings, mm-hmm. um, grandparents, teachers and that oftentimes these imperfect and abused mm, yes. adults you know they raise us mm-hmm. but at some point we have to take responsibility we can't just say oh my grandmother was like that and my mother mm-hmm. was like that and that's just how my people are mm-hmm. that's how we talk to our kids oh we we have a responsibility to break those cycles mm-hmm. and those patterns that prevent us from really becoming the best version of ourselves mm-hmm. you know um the other thing is everything that I'm, I've learned this and I'm I'm stretching out on faith for this, everything that you need to begin your journey is already inside of you. Yes, it and is. so what I know to be true is when you ask God to put people in your path, to, to direct you, to give you signs, to, hey, just confirm, hey, you're going in the right direction. He'll do it. Um, for me, when I was going through When I was starting the healing journey, I was just catapulted into it because of a very painful betrayal of a friend. And um, I couldn't even really get up out of bed. It was like that hurt Mm -hmm. represented every other hurt. And it represented the unworthy. It was like the same cycle when you Mm -hmm. get to that low. And I didn't even want to get up. And it got to the point where a word would just like come to me. Mm -hmm. And I was led to paint in my gym, in my home gym, there's one wall of brick, white brick wall. And I was led to just paint words on the wall. And so I would go and I would paint each morning as the word came. And so eventually what started with me not wanting to get up out of bed because I was so depressed, I looked forward choosing a different color to paint the next word that I would wake up with on my heart. So I have like brick by brick. Mm. I had love, um, gratitude, power. Then it's like over 30 words on the wall now. Like, you know, manifest freedom, uh, Mm. boldness, pinpoint accuracy. It's just so many different things. Uh, Growth spurt is on the wall. And so when I come into the gym now, I turn on the light and I look, you know, there's some word always that catches my eye, but um, my journey is on the wall. Um, mm. I have all sorts of words now. And this space has just become a real healing space for me. Yes 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 uh,
0: the the wall of affirmations the wall of healing the yes. brick by brick and you said yeah. a word and it made me go immediately to uh, and, and this is um, the scripture in the beginning was the word the word was god mm. the word was with god and it and, yes. it, and it and it makes me think about the power of the word god himself yeah. but the, just the words that in our lives but then his presence and his healing and his time, his perfect work he's doing in you, Santasha, and other people that are maybe listening and just ourselves as individuals. And it's just exciting to understand that just the word can be so powerful. Those words that he gave you in that to build up that wall.
1: <laughs> and yes. then today
0: that you can affirm yourself. And I just wanna, I always tell people to walk in your power. You have a choice and you said something to you have everything you need within you to make that choice. It is about what you see in yourself, what you believe about yourself, the faith that you have. But you also have the power of God. You have the power of people He puts in your lives to help you foster you through this journey, right? But it is yeah. about you recognizing that power of choice and that power of decision to say, I want, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. I say there's a space between wanting to do it and willing to do it. And wanting says, wanting says, yeah, I'm going to do that. I want to do that. But willing says, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it done. And so, and I hear you talking about your journey. You said at some point you said, no, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get this healing process going. And so as people are listening, I hope that you're saying you're at the space where I'm willing do whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get me out of this situation, whatever it takes to move me just a little step closer. Just one step, one thing you can do to move yourself into the space of healing and love and self-discovery. So if you want to make a wall like Santasha, or if you want to journal, if you want to call a coach, whatever it is, This is your time, this is your moment. So I'm so excited as I listen to you share and um, what you're giving to us today. I always want to just make sure that I bring a little levity and a little lightness to our conversation. And so I wanna ask you, um,
1: what makes you laugh, Santasha? What brings you joy today? i say my family, um, I enjoy spending time with my husband, Justin, and my son, Noah, but Noah in particular, just, he cracks me up every day, just seeing him grow, and I learn from him, and I laugh, 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 because he's, he's like, been here before, as as our grandparents used to say, <laughs> and he's eight years old.
0: <laughs> he's your, he's your godsend, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. he is. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at your life now, um, as you move into this space of um, healing, and you're a mom, and you know you're married, um, what do you see yourself three to five years from now?
1: In three to five years, I see that I have written a book um, titled "Finding Santasha." Mm. It's about my journey and um, talks specifically will speak specifically to my healing journey and what kind of like what we talked about tonight my steps the steps that i took um to get to my healing and i'm still in that process so i am actively writing that book now and um i also see myself opening a community center of sorts uh called mam's child Hmm. um and i'm hoping to address the issues in the community, to reach children before the drug dealers, the pimps, the, you know, um, just all the drugs, everything, anything that children shouldn't be exposed to and to assist also parents, if there's life coaching or anything um, that is needed. uh, You know, we don't come here, we being children don't come here with an instruction manual. And so sometimes, you know, those patterns are, are, of of what we used to rear us is what we rely on, even if they're oh. not the best. Um, mm-hmm. So I would love to offer parenting classes um, and just be a resource for parents to come when they need help. So I'm looking to de- have that developed and up and running within three th- within three years, really. Oh, uh, well, I, I listen. I,
0: I as I. Cannot wait to uh, read that book. I cannot wait to, <laughs> to see <laughs> what you. what see what you're gonna do. You're passionate about it. I, I believe when we've had experiences in our lives and we're able to, you know, come through it, we want to go back and reach back to help someone else. And so that's beautiful because because as you noted, children have parents and the parents also need support and help so i'm i'm excited for what you're going to do and i want to stay tuned and connected so i make sure i hear all about it and be (laughs) be a part of your experiences (laughs) fantasia i want to thank you you're welcome. I wanna thank you um, for taking the time to interview with me today. This is the coming out forums and our whole motto is that we are here to um, share our stories, to share our journeys, to um, tell our truth, to live in our authentic selves and really speak from place of power um, and walk in our power. But I wanna make sure anyone who is listening today that um, they, Santasha said something that as you think about your baggage that you may have today, and trying to set it down about your past is that the thing that she said is that anyone who told you that you weren't any worth anything, anyone who hurt you in any physical, mental, uh, sexual, any type of way, anyone who left you, abandoned you, anyone who, any situation that caused you trauma that you still today are not able to manage through in a way that's healthy and active versus avoidant mm-hmm. coping, she told you, and this is true, They lied to you. You know what? They lied to you because you were created in God's, through God in your mother's womb. And God says you were fearfully, wonderfully made. So the uniqueness of who you are as a human being, as a creation is beautiful. It is wonderful. It is fabulous. And what you have to do in this journey is find her, find him and recognize that they lied to you. So nothing that they said is true. And you come back to that realization that you are uniquely Wonderfully crafted, and you have so much to offer this world. And so I want to thank Santasha for bringing this to us, for reminding us of this truth, and recognizing that um, women, you can put those bags down. And I hope that today has uh, been an opportunity for you to start on that journey. So, Santasha, as we close, um, they can find you anywhere or, or, or should they wait for your book to come out what do you how do they find you if any social they, media platforms
1: they can find me on instagram at beauty tunes, the word beauty be like boy e-a-u-t-y tune t-o-o-n like nancy s like sam and on facebook at santasha padfield padfield is like a pad of paper and a football field Wonderful. So,
0: everyone, if you want to learn uh, more about Santasha, to follow her as she's getting ready to release her book in the in the in this year coming forward when she finishes, please stay tuned and connect with her on her social media platforms. This has been Dr. Lisa Cook, and we've talked about women put those bags down, and I wanted to remind you to walk in your power, live in your purpose, speak your voice, and you can do all these things as you continue this journey. So I'm signing out. Look forward to seeing you here next time. Peace.